Welcome to the Ops. It's your girl, Spicy K. And it's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? We're on episode 42, live and in effect tonight. Oh, oh. On this very cold, very, very, cold. very, very cold night. Uncharacteristically um, cold night here. Yes. Tennessee's probably a little bit colder than That's Alabama. Good. It's all good. That don't matter to me right now because it's cold as shit on my bones. <laughs> my cousin, so of stuck, course you... that cousin, stuck down there at the airport. In Nashville? Mm-hmm. It went to Vegas oh. this weekend for her birthday. And uh, they got laid over in Minnesota this morning. Their flight was supposed to come out yesterday. So they, had to, they couldn't take a flight out to this afternoon from Minnesota. But yeah. It's, it's causing a whole lot of havoc. Whoa. Yeah. And it's cold. I, um, <laughs> well, who are you telling on this week? I know if your cousin was here, your cousin be telling on uh whoever they flying with, I guess, or the weather. Man, I mean, you can't you can't do nothing about the, the, the snowstorm, so he can tell on whoever he wants. Uh this week I'm telling on these huntsville drivers in this ice and snowstorm. Now I only had to go out simply because I was there was groceries that I was needing. And I'm going to tell you, none of the grocery stores that you would expect to be open were open. This time, the only one that came through for me was Walmart. So I'm telling on the grocery stores that was closed and these awful drivers in Huntsville. So if you are familiar with the Huntsville area on the north side at the Sparkman Walmart... Uh, there's a traffic signal that indicates, you know, at the crosswalk that somebody can cross over, right? Somebody yeah. has slid into that pole, knocking it upon itself on the ground, exposing the wires and everything. So um, I'm going to tell you, people, it's not hard to drive in this type of weather, but you have to be careful. And going up and down hills is a no-no. Uh, they've closed off the, the elevated parts of the parkway in 565 because your idiots would still try to get off on the ramp, sliding over into the concrete walls. Um, we all know that Huntsville probably... Dangerous? Yes. Huntsville probably has the worst drivers in America. I mean, I've lived several places, and I don't think anyone drives worse than the drivers here in Huntsville, Alabama. And you know who I'm talking about. You motherfuckers out there that can't drive. Um, but yeah, you, you can't really drive in the in the sunlight or in the the daylight, and y'all out here <laughs> like the sunlight. trying to drive in the dark and in the snow and ice. I mean, it's ice. It's pure ice. You you crunching ice under your tires every time you drive, and you have to first of all have good tires. We all know that the little Azteca amigos folks down here supply most of Huntsville with their tires being used. If you have those tires on your car at this moment, do not go out. Stay at home. I'm so confused. Uh, yeah, you you may not be one of those that use. You don't seem like you would use a used tire. You're gonna go buy a brand new tire. But some people out here. Well, sometimes to you gotta do what you gotta do. I exactly. haven't always had the ability to buy a new buy a new one. But sometimes I have had to use a used used tire. So. And this guy, what I'm talking about, the amigos, aka Azteca, whoever they are, they they usually have good supply of tires, but. If you if right now just just to, for today and tomorrow if you got them tires on your car please refrain from going outside into the public uh, because you're gonna be like this other guy and I passed by my former job 
And don't you know that them hoes was at work? The people that, that did my job wasn't at work because I know they told her to kiss their entire ass. I'm not coming in. Uh, but she had <laughs> one driver and her up there trying to work. But they but she was closing early. She was leaving out herself. Because, I mean, who would really want to have to go and do that in this type of weather? I, would, I live right around the corner, and I wouldn't have gone and done that in this weather. She can kiss my tail if I had still been working there with them. But, yeah, these jobs, like I saw a meme... They don't, they're not going to help you replace your car. They're not going to help you do nothing with your car if you wreck it trying to get to their job. They uh, are going to require you to stay until it's over and leave and probably put yourself in more danger trying to leave out in the darkness because it's freezing again. Like, it, it, the sun was out all day today and it melted a lot of stuff that's just going to refreeze on tonight because it's it's single, dig, single digit degrees out here. So, Huntsville driver, excuse me. I'm telling on y'all, y'all suck. Stay in the house and be care be careful. If you must leave, just just do the right thing. You don't have to go over twenty miles an hour right here. And if you come across a hill, turn towards the direction that you are sliding. Do not do this number here because baby, you will hit everything in sight and probably other people. So please be careful out here. Love y'all. Mm-hmm. You say hello. Whoa. <laughs> I'm pulling on my nephew. Oh um, God, he's the oldest of the bunch of <laughs> my mama grandkids, and I'm telling on him because he sent my mama a picture of my little baby little brother in his basketball uniform. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the little boy was gonna play basketball. He didn't tell me nothing about basketball. But then didn't even send me my own personal pictures of my little baby. And I know my baby play basketball because he said he going to make it to the NBA and give me an allowance. That's what's up. That's very important. No. So I'm telling on my nephew. So Queen, if you listening, I'm telling on you because you should, you know better. You know, you're supposed to send me pictures of lip man. And how you going to send my mama pictures of Bron and not send me pictures of lip man? I just don't understand. Me either. Y'all to be ashamed of yourselves. He really should. Mm. He sent me pictures all the time. Send me pictures and videos. He sent me pictures of a little man. He sent my mom <laughs> pictures of Bron. And he he just forgot to send pictures this time of my baby in his basketball uniform because that oh, was his nephew. first game. Oh, oh, nephew. He just can't catch a break, can Just he? disrespectful. Yeah, just I don't, I don't completely know. disrespectful. It's probably more of an absent-minded kind of thing. Yeah, I don't he, think it was intentional. When I brought it to his attention, he did correct it immediately and mm-hmm. send me pictures. So. But you still but felt you had to tell on him because that's what you do, snitch. Okay. Because I couldn't think of anybody else that I wanted to tell on this week. And that was in the forefront of my mind. Also, that little that little baby. Not the little he baby. Called me last night, and <laughs> I told him because I sent him pictures of snow because we got snow. We got mm-hmm. a lot of snow in Tennessee. Oh yeah. I wanted to show them. Obviously, they're not at school yesterday because it was in my case. And I wanted to send him pictures. He gonna wait until nighttime to call me and say, "I want you to send me. I want you to uh show me the snow." It's dark at this point. I'm not turning the light on. I'm not getting up off the couch. 
but yeah. Oh, that's who gosh. Yeah, you know, that, like that, that would have involved. Yeah, I see. Yeah, Lee, bless his heart. Way too much work. Can't catch a break with you. But that's that's his that's his son that I'm talking about. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> but yeah, so that's who I am telling on this week. So we have, of course, we have a segment called "It's Cool When They Do It." It's a problem when we do it. And this segment is talking about Doctor Bonnie Bailey. Mm. And um, she pretty much was a uh, administrator at Lincoln University. I think the full title is like Lincoln University of Missouri or something like that. Missouri? Mm. I thought that was in yeah. Oklahoma. But I think like the full title is, I think that's the name of the full title of the, of the, um, of the school. So mm. anyway. She basically, she's a black lady and she committed um, suicide. I also should say trigger warning. I guess I should have said that a long time ago. Mm. Um, and yeah, Lincoln University, oh, Lincoln University in Missouri, as of the other day, had resigned on an administrative leave, paid administrative leave while they do an investigation. Um, part of what they said, it looks like part of her suicide note may mention that, um, she felt bullied and felt like that he had, he had taken a part in, um, her depression and things of that nature. Now, one thing in particular I saw, mm. apparently she didn't work for, she stopped working for the, she was terminated fired or whatever um back at in the beginning of january so technically she was not still a um faculty member i guess or administrator at that point when she uh, prior to her committing suicide um now the president is mr mosley john mosley yeah john mosley to be exact um, he is a white guy that, from what I read, is married to a um, black woman. So it's two kind of things that kind of got brought up. And one of the reasons why we're doing this story is, um, is it normal or is it expected for a white guy, white male, white female, whatever have you, to be a president of HBCU? And do you think that um, he should be terminated from his position based on what happened to Dr. Bailey or what's been stated from Dr. Bailey, like I said, from her suicide note and what she had mentioned apparently to family and friends? So, um, TK, what are your thoughts? Well, first off, I don't think it's very common at this day and age that we have a president that is Caucasian of an HBCU simply because, what? Like, what? What? Like, what do you even, you know what I'm saying? The president? No. You got faculty, you got staff. You know, my HBCU had a wonderful English teacher, uh, RIP Miss Cade. She was an awesome teacher um, that was white and that was very passionate about our learning and education. But the president... The one that's supposed to... No, I, I don't think I've ever 
heard of that, but I haven't, you know, been part of all HBCUs. Second of all, she had some kind of hyphenated name. This one name was Antoinette Bonnie Candia Bailey. Like all this, this was her whole name. Yeah. So I don't know what that's all about, but you know, we, we're she not going to speak. She was married. Okay. That's why. Yeah, but it's just a whole lot. But um, we don't, we don't want to speak ill of the dead, but uh, for her and where is her husband at in this aspect in her protection uh, from said bullying and, and harassment that she was receiving, like, you're not going to be no white man at my HBCU bullying me around because I'm going to get everybody else that's that's not white and we're going to be on your ass. So I want to know, you know, he's with him resigning, there has to be... No, 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 he didn't resign. I'm sorry, with him administrative leave, yeah. yeah. But with him being put on administrative leave, there's obviously some uh, sort of aspect that he had to do with uh, her, invo- you know, involvement with her death. Uh, so I really want to know what his, his situation was all about. I want to know what's going on. I hate that she felt that she had no other option but to take her own life. You know, we don't advocate for violence, you know, but, you know, it might have been better for her to, you know, bust some caps at him instead of herself. Like, what is what is that? That has to do with the mental issue. Uh, we do know that bullying and harassment can lead to, uh, you know, mental problems, mental issues, anxiety, depression, things like that. Uh, if you feel that you are subjected to this and you have no other options, such as being at work, um, you know, she's a, a very prestigious position. You know, she was over student affairs. Um, more than likely, she wanted to advocate for the students. And, you know, that was being met with bullying and harassment for whichever reason why. By this, uh, we're just going to say Caucasian president because, again. Also, she what, was an alumni as well. Right. So she, you know, she, yeah. she has, a, you know, a really big uh, piece of her heart is at this school and everything. So I really, I really, you know, I hate that we're not going to get to the bottom of it. Maybe she could have filed suit against him uh, before taking her own life. And we don't know what else contributed to that. But it's really a sad situation. And I was totally misguided. You know, when I started reading this, I thought they were having some sort of affair or something like that. We don't know. If that could be the case, but that's where I went immediately with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what in the world? Like, seriously, it's, it's just a baffling story. It's heartbreaking to know that her family uh, has her family implicated this man saying that, yeah. he, like her, like they like they know of something that has transpired between them. We don't know what it is or whatever, you know, if that was solely the reason why she took her life or whatever. Uh, if anything, there's misconduct on on behalf of Mr. John's part, Mr. Mosley. Well, the thing about it is she hasn't, she hadn't even been at the school that long. Like she just started her position back in May. Um, so all of this transpired quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It said that she started the position in on May 1st. So all of this transpired like very quickly. Um, she was 49 years young and like I said, she was an alumni and she had a, a, apparently she had a, you know, great passion for the students, the university and all that stuff. I, Mm. it's like I said, it said that she was terminated on January the 3rd and then, you know, later on, you know, committed this act. I don't think people realizing realize how much like bullying has an impact on people, especially 
if you're already having mental health challenges. Like, I'm not sure exactly what all happened, but it's, you know, in the supposedly note, um, it stated that um, he really wanted her to fail mm. and not really succeed in her position. So, like I said, I don't know exactly what caused it, um, caused her, you know, termination at, on January the 3rd, but mm -hmm. it's a sad situation well, all altogether. It says that she had continually failed to appropriately supervise her staff and in the area of student affairs. So um, I, that leads me to believe that this man and maybe others on the board that she was uh, going to could have been plants or something that they wanted to to destroy the HBCU. Like what what in the world could that have even been about to where they asked him to leave? So so they're obviously aware of the situation. Because if you uh, can't vote the you president- You ask her to leave? Go, yeah, no, they asked him to leave. They oh, okay, to, okay. The the protest okay, okay. administrative uh, administrative leave, um, because there probably had been like she had gone to the board. The only person that can say anything to the president is is the board, right? Like correct, he's, yeah, the trustee and all that stuff. Yeah. Also, his wife is a member of the faculty as well. So, so you see what I mean? They done tag team on this lady about something. And we don't have to get to the bottom. Like, it's, there's going to be a full-on investigation, which is why they placed him on leave so he can't taint, taint it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can't, you know, try to persuade people to say this, say that. Oh, my God. But apparently she, apparently originally she had a good relationship with, with the guy. Um, and then she stated that it basically deteriorated, at least that's where her family and, you know, friends are stating that the relationship deteriorated and he basically wanted her to fail. Um, hmm. I know people were saying that, well, she said to one of her friends in this particular article that the job was depressing. Um, I really hate that she felt like that was the only way. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, you know, that's sad. You wouldn't like, people don't understand how, you know, how, how impactful, um, bullying or any kind of, you know, workplace harassment or anything like that, like how much of an impact that it has on your, you know, mental ability and like, not everybody has the resources and things to be able to, to deal with it to be comfort, you know, you see what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, sadly in this case, even uh, with what seems to be an involved husband, and involved mother and, you know, friends and family, um, because I saw I, after her death, I started seeing a lot of things that mention her and a lot of statements that had been, you know, on social media about her, about, you know, how she was inspirational and all of these things. And mm -hmm. of course, you know, people sometimes, um, what's the word? Sometimes praise the dead, but never, you know, when I say that, I mean like they give praise to a person when like, or their flowers, basically they give them flowers. Uh, but yet it's still, they may not have said anything while the person was alive. That's what I mean. True that. That is, like 
I was just I was just trying to <laughs> well because I didn't know what other word to use currently at this moment. Praise um, the dead. I well, I, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying I didn't know what like other word to use. No, come on now. I don't know. But uh but my thing <laughs> is okay, so Mr. Man. Okay, my thing okay, so I have frequently, let's just say a lot, have been um put in Facebook jail for bullying and harassment and I think it's inappropriate because it's it's words. Like how are you gonna tell me I can't say nope. something to somebody that uh responds to me. Now seriously, like you what bullying is if I'm coming to find you, I'm at your door uh or contacting you uh every day talking about, hey, you stupid, you stupid, I think you ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like harassing people and you know, being mean for no reason, but sometimes you have an exchange of words, and you know, people will say, "Oh, you're bullying me." So I'm not saying that she wasn't harassed, but we'll, we'll that all will come out in the wash as far as an in investigation, uh, because she communicated through email and text with her family that these things were happening to her. So, you know, maybe they'll testify to that behalf of what was being said, but then we'll never really, really know exactly how they came uh, uh, about that. And then uh, I'm quite sure that if you do that to somebody and then try to fire them, that's, that's illegal. I don't, I don't really know from a HR standpoint, but I mean, in a university, you can't, bully somebody and then fire them you know so it's like hello but again it's 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 probably going to be uh come down to her mental health and what was going on in the situation um unless she was actually physically being assaulted or harassed in that way uh i don't know but this man you know they they went to put him on leave for something you know when they usually put you on leave that fast you know, because this happened, what, January 3rd? He on leave. Or her, then she got her, her... That's when uh, she was terminated, yeah. but she has been... She recently committed suicide. Let me just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I hope I hope they figure everything out, and Mr. Mosley hopefully, hopefully gets replaced. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know about his qualifications, but uh, one of the... So, on the 8th, basically on the 8th. So, terminate on the 3rd, 8th, that's when she committed suicide so so yeah we'll we'll figure this this will come uh we we usually prompt these uh stories for discussion so you'll do your own research and look into it and see what you can find out uh about the situation you know we it's it's our job to break the news to you you know maybe you didn't know about this so we find out why dr bonnie uh committed suicide and what dr mosley whatever he you know whatever reason he was around we'll never know but for whatever reason he was around what he had to do with it um uh, because yeah. in situations like that you had to you have to figure is he the best look you know for the the demographic that he represents because they said she failed to protect students uh and you know for or or i i, I just let was led to believe that she they fired her because she wasn't advocating or protecting student affairs and you know that's that's important to the students that's there so i really want to know what was going on uh i'd like to see the specifics on why she was terminated all of that like it's a lot of stuff like i'm gonna follow up on this i want to only mostly because like if you got terminated on january 3rd 
in my mind, school would have just potentially started back for you to have to go back to work. So unless some kind of investigation happened or something happened, yeah, last year you for know, me. from, you know, December, which even then that would have been probably like before December 15th, before school was out, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's a long period of time. So I don't know if they were investigating the whole time and waiting for them to return. Not really sure what happened, but yeah, that's definitely a weird situation. I also, um, before we go to our, uh, to our next story, I also wanted to say that, um, I saw a lot of people talking about the, um, the 215 bodies that were found. And I was, and I had to let the people know, we talked about it on our podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to get stories here that most people are probably not talking about, especially that first story that we're talking about. Everything else is going to be pop culture and trendy, but that first story, um, like this one is typically going to be something that a lot of people may not be talking about that we just happened to run across. So right. just wanted to throw that out there. So, um... We tell it I'm all. I'm quite sure you realize that last week was a sad day for a lot of people in the state of Alabama and Alabama fans. Um, we were, we can still talk about those other coaches, but let's just be for real. Mm-hmm. The people only really cared so much about Pete Carroll and um, Belichick, whatever his name is. Oh, Bill Belichick, what's his name? Yeah, I mean, they really were both really, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but the real story was the fact that our coach, Nick Saban, decided to retire from University of Alabama football. And everybody and their mama got something to say. Especially the Auburn losers. Whether it's good or bad, they got something to say. Mm-hmm. So, give us your, as an Alabama fan, give us your take because I know you was mad at me last week because yes, you would have <laughs> shut up and I was, and I was being sensitive, and you was like, oh well, yeah, he retired. No shit, Kev. Everybody knows that. You think I don't know that? Everybody knows that. I just, I'm trying to process it. You wouldn't give me time. You wouldn't let up. Well, like first of all, you told me it wasn't real. You was like, why but, am I believing this story? Right. I did. I, and I told that to several people on Facebook. Like, y'all are stupid because it doesn't even make sense. He said, because I know, I follow the man. So I know he said, him and his wife both said that he wasn't retiring anytime soon, which is which is why I've changed my whole stance about Coach Nick Saban. Great man. Great man. I, he did wonderful things for... Uh, the University of Alabama. I, I became an Alabama fan uh, right before they made the hire of him because, you know, I'm originally from Tennessee, so I was definitely a Vols fan until they made several stupid decisions that led me to not be a fan of them anymore. So I moved here, so I was like, he had to pick Alabama Auburn. I picked the one that makes sense because the school that's to the south of us is rear with Alabama. He's be- He's been very successful for us. We won, what? What, six championships under him, mm-hmm. so six you national. know, mm-hmm. six national championships, uh, several SEC championships. Um, just, just an awesome coach. Now, what upsets me is the reason that I feel 
and so does Deion Sanders and other people in the game feel he retired because he has now lost control of the recruiting process. And I think that's some bitch-ass shit. So uh, I love Coach Saban, but I think that's some bitch-ass shit because now the stacks that we had, uh, you know, to, to continue the success there at Alabama is dwindling. People are uh, transferring into the portal. Uh, recruits that have committed to Alabama are now decommitting from Alabama because Coach Saban has retired. So that really is messing up the process uh, for, for Coach DeBoer, the, the, whatever his name. I don't even know how to Kalen. say that. The De- DeBoer. DeBoer. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Like he, you know, he had a good That's season. your new coach. That's your new coach. I don't give a goddamn. He, he until he step out on that field, he ain't my new shit. Um, so that's who I have to work with. Um, that's who we have to <laughs> now look forward to to carry on the success because uh most of the coaching staff is, is gonna remain. But I think there will be also some some changes in that's that as what, well. Yeah, there's gonna be some shakeups. Uh, but that's that's dumb. If he come out here shaking up too much, they will have his head. So I ain't even gonna worry. It ain't gonna have nothing to do with me. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're not expected to to be. I mean, we're we're placed five now in the coaches' poll. We're not expected to be, uh, you know, champions next year like like it was you know intended to. Milro was coming is coming back, but he's got several of his targets that he had this past season that will be going into either the, the NFL or transferring into the portal. Uh, the famous Auburn catch, you know, <laughs> on fourth and what, 31? Yeah, Isaiah Bond, he's leaving. Um, so that makes a big difference, but that will open up opportunities for guys that have been training behind these guys to make plays and make, you know, positions for themselves to be on the team. Also, uh, you need coming freshmen as well. Huh? Keep hey, in okay. mind, like, like, literally, the guy, like, don't get me wrong. I think, obviously, I don't think people expectations for you know this coming up year is going to be really high. But keep in mind, though, like, while they didn't win, he also was just, you know, at the national championship. Even though he did not yeah. win, yeah, the coach he did not. Even he though he did, did not win. win but so that's, you know, that's potentially that's potentially promising as well yeah like they only lost the you know the one game the one game that mattered but that you know they only lost the one game so screw michigan um, by the way but yeah uh they you said they, what i said screw michigan but um no i know because i'm always a firm believer in a team that beats me need to be the winner so the fact that they beat alabama they deserve to win that's my theory. I will never that's say anything I, like that's that. That's how I go about life. We beat ourselves. You get beat by a loop. Like, you get beat, and then, like, they don't win. Like, it makes you look bad. It doesn't make us look bad If since Michigan won. I'm just saying. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't look good either. Hey, so I don't even know how to explain if, that. If they but, would not have been the champion, it would have looked worse. In I don't think eyes. so because they did not beat us. We beat ourselves and lost the game. So it wasn't too much. At the end of the day, the scoreboard had them with more points. So that's how that works. Yeah. The team so with the more too. points at the end. Uh, but it, it is, you know, it is what it is. It is what happened. Um, so the guy that, that cost us that, that game is is claiming that he's going into the transfer portal, which is good because, you know, he was, you know, he received a lot of hell after fucking up that game. 
Uh, because, yeah, it all starts with the center. So if you can't snap the fucking ball, we can't get the ball in hand and do anything with it. So, um, but I think it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a lot that's going to be going on. We got, we got to have a new kicker. Yeah, um, he went to the league. He, he scored yeah, the most points. You know, he scored the most points in the, in the whole, what, SEC, NCAA, something like that. Will Rocket got that foot. We need you. We could use you at the Titans uh, as well, because I think our <laughs> kicker is still injured. Um, we got a lot of changes at the Titans too. You know, Coach Vrabel was also let go. He, he didn't resign. He let. He was let go. Finally, yeah. I called for this two seasons ago. Now they just waited and screwed up my team for two seasons, and then it's like, oh, I think we should fire him. Yeah. Now, what it come to find out, he wanted complete control of the team as if he were the general manager. They just, a, they just hired a black man for that. So you you don't, you don't take away this like he he just got here. You've been fucking up, Rabel. So come on now. Don't do that. And Amy Strunk said, uh, well if you if that's how you really feel, you can go. They said he had a bit of a nervous breakdown or something. It's like he finna take some time off. He don't want to be a coach no. anywhere. Oh my well, ass. Say it. No, let's say, say it. it. Fuck him. We just talked about mental health on Dr. Bonnie. And then you up there gonna talk about he got a, a mental health issues and then you like just forget it? No, no. Yeah, I, I, That's not how any of that works. His mental health issues been fucking up my team. She ain't done nothing to my team. You know what I'm saying? And she not here anymore. So yeah, I have I have, you know, that's that's something now if he was to un unalive himself, I probably would apologize for the statements that I made, but he ain't done that. He just wanna fuck up and just go sit down somewhere and eat cheese doodles all fucking day. And just not worry about the shit that he done caused. So, no. Nervous breakdown, my ass. Boy, you a millionaire. Got no goddamn sympathy for you uh, over here messing they up. They have feelings, too. Millionaires, billionaires, they have feelings. Okay. They could also have mental health issues. I didn't, it could I didn't be a lot going on. But as far as my sympathies for him, I have none. I'm sorry. Like I'd hate for him to have uh, uh you know anxiety or a breakdown or something like that, but he calls upon himself from being an idiot. So this is why we are the ops. We, we are, are completely ops. opposites about this situation. Look, Coach Brave, look, they, he they wanted him up in New England, but now he want to take some time off because he can't handle he can't handle it. He don't How was go he gonna go to New like, England when they already had a successor? Like that they, was already built. Did. Mayo was already built in his contract for him to be uh the next coach. He's are the, the Patriots have already had a uh they already announced their new head coach. I know. But what I'm saying is initially before all that, you know, it, I mean contracts can change every day. I don't care what's written in it. But they wanted they wanted variable up there. But then you don't pay but you gotta pay money if you don't. And they do. Every time they fire a coach that's still in the contract, they pay fucking money. They don't care. These teams got plenty of money. If they want you gone, they want you gone. If they want to put somebody in your place that they want in their, in your place, they will do that. They will make that. They will make it happen. Well, like, they didn't have to. They didn't have to do any kind of interviews or anything because it was a succession plan that was put into <laughs> Mayo's contract. So, which was announced after Vrabel was fired, right? Yes, it was announced after Vrabel was fired. And Honestly, you know, uh, there was uh, and there was no possibility. Just just check your timeline. It was announced after Raver was fired. So uh yeah, this is what they're gonna do. Cause yeah, that changes all the time. Just because you got some a clause in your contract, care about they got I know you have to pay, lawyers, but I'm just lawyers. saying like I know I they, know. they have lawyers in there. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like that would be no point to do that. So now um 
if I'm not mistaken, Mayo Black. So they have yeah. another black head coach. He's not going to let NFL us in Boston has the most racist fans on both football and basketball. And if he does not go in here and win, 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 no matter what, <laughs> they gonna they gonna put him. He gonna be every n word out there. Like Boston is bad. Like it is really really bad. You have to hear uh, the players talk about it. Uh, I think it was Kyrie Irving that'll tell you how they used to talk bad about him and call him the n word at the, at the home games. Like oh yeah, like it's it's crazy. And then New England fans, oh my God, they are awful. Like I've you've heard it on a hot mic before, uh, call them uh, jigaboos and monkeys and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, they oh do my. that to the players. But he so, was already there. Like he wasn't a head coach, obviously, but he was already there, so he, he might already there. be used to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he might already be used to, you know, any kind of language or anything like that. You know, not really, not really as the head coach. The head coach get a whole different kind of disrespect. Of course, you see how I talk of about course. Rabel? Fuck Rabel. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, they get a whole different level of disrespect because they are considered responsible for the decisions that are made on that field. Seriously. Um, but Pete Carroll, man, yeah. had an illustrious career at USC. He got caught up in the whole Reggie Bush scandal and all that. Uh, you know, still made a name for himself, came to the league. Uh, had the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. Shout out three. I miss you, man. I hope you come to Tennessee, but we can't afford you because uh, we need an offensive line because you definitely have to have an offensive line with your little short self. Um, By the way, a lot of people are saying that, um, I don't know his contract, but a lot of people are saying that this, that Derrick Henry apparently gave some kind of um, speech or something making it seem like this might be his last year. He gonna he gonna his contract is over, his five year deal is over. He is gonna have to he's gonna command a lot of money that we can't give him. And and unless they come up with it and get an offensive line, I mean I just don't see it happening. We can't draft very well, so we're not gonna be able to you know, we got number seven pick in the draft right now because we were so awful. Um but Derrick Henry more than likely, unless the Titans pay him, which I think they should and, I think they uh, should too. If they 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 got a, a black coach that's up, the Raiders' uh, offensive coordinator is, uh, I think he was put in as the head coach. I guess when they when something happened with their head coach, uh, but he's he's interviewing for the Titans' head coach position as well. I think they should run with that and run with Willis and keep Henry. Put that little white male kid on the bench because I'm sorry, he is sorry to me. He had one. I'm a Tannehill. No, Tannehill is gone. Whatever money we get for him, we gonna take it. If they give us fifty, if they give us thirteen dollars and fifty cents, he is gone. That losing son of a bitch is out of Tennessee. But Will Levis is who I'm talking about. He had one oh, okay. impressive game, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, he scored four touchdowns on his first debut!" And then what has he done since? Throw picks like Tannehill, get sacked, broke his ankle, and now he's sitting on the damn sideline like a damn fool too. That's our variable decision because the the boy could he he lost out he lost out the starting job behind Tannehill to Willis because of his arm. Willis has a way better arm, is what Coach Vrabel said, right? Okay. So he got the first job. So 
we they put him in the offensive line issues don't matter when it's him. He's supposed to be able to razzle dazzle and get out of that. You know what I'm saying? So, but then they put the white kid in. Oh, it's the offensive line. It's the offensive line. He overthrows, underthrows. He sidearms like Pat Mahomes. Like only Pat Mahomes can do that stupid sidearm shit. Like that's not how you throw a fucking football down the field. But anyway. I, I'm so upset with the Titans right now, so I hope they make some better decisions, and I hope that I'm over this by the time the season starts. Here comes September. Uh, I have September to be till September to be pissed off, and I intend to keep that. I'm gonna <gasps> hold it with me, and then September I'm just gonna <sighs> blow it all away, because baby, uh, uh-uh. uh. But uh, I again, I well, they to... still want Pete Carroll to be an advisor for the team for Seahawks. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. I think he should come down and coach uh, Alabama. That's what I figured. But, uh, you know, that didn't happen. DeBoer, for whatever reason, I don't really I don't really know what they saw him because they hired him fast, too. Mm-hmm. They hired him pretty pretty quickly. And, he, you know, he's already considering himself an Alabama man. Like, he's stopping people in the airport like, yeah, roll, roll tie. You know, he's doing all this goofy political shit. So I hope he come in here with a game plan on how to get us some some points scored, get us some defense going, you know. Oh, and shout out to former Alabama player D'Amico Ryan's, even though he plays for my NFL rival, the Tennessee, the Tennessee, the uh, Houston Texans. He is going to the he's gone to the playoffs and won his first playoff game. So I'm I'm very proud of that. It's all Alabama on the Texans. We got Will Anderson on the defense. We got Mechie on the offense. You know, we got the head coach as one of the best defensive players we ever had. So uh shout out to the Texans, my rival. I'm proud of y'all that somebody could go from the AFC South uh division and, and represent the way they did. Like they whooped some tail. They whooped some bootay. Okay. Yeah, they played against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, but Flacco, did you not realize that Flacco was playing his ass off out there? Okay. You know I don't watch these games like that unless well, I'm attending the games. I don't watch the games fault. unless I'm that attending. That is your fault. But yeah, the Cleveland Browns had a better, way better record than they had in the most... Man, I think they was 11-5, shit. And we over here won six I'm games. Struggling, struggling. That's what yeah. it was. We, we can't were, talk... I, I can't talk we about no, I can't talk about them sorry ass cowboys. Lord have mercy. That was crazy. I got into it with some girl in the group because I laughed at the fact that the Cowboys lost. Oh, you don't know the game. Bitch, I know this game backward and forward is way better than you. Do you really want to get... I had this, I, I said, now you look stupid. I said, you can have it though because I'm not going to argue with somebody from a distance. Nobody can tell who the fool is. You know, she mm-hmm. want to come back with something. So I had to leave that alone. That's gross because normally we still be arguing and this shit happened two days ago. We Normally... <laughs> I would still be going back and forth with this bitch because she know she don't know nothing about what I know, and goddamn it, the Cowboys through not profanity tonight. I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm upset. I'm cold. Like this cold is on my bones, and I just I, I I'm just upset. Like I can't believe how cold it is in my house because they done said we had to turn the heat down to 68 to help out Huntsville Utilities uh, because they don't want to overload. Otherwise, they're trying to do rolling blackout because they did rolling blackouts here last year. They better roll their ass on up because I ain't got damn it finna uh, turn off nothing. But I'm trying to help, you know, preserve the folks in Huntsville. I don't want nobody to be without any heat in this cold because I'm telling you, this is going to cause somebody to start shooting people because it's so cold out here. What? I'm, get there. I got you. Get there. 
I'm tell you something. If I had to be outside in this right now, I would definitely be Dwayne, inside somebody's house. We don't, do valets. Do, you we don't do valets. I'm do like, no valets. I'm just like, look, man, if you don't let me in your house to get warm, I am nothing about it. But you're gonna let me in here. It's cold. Like it's I have on four shirts right now and this hoodie. Do you hear me? Because I'm that cold. I, I wore a hoodie because uh I wanted to wear my sweater that says okay. the ops. A movie so, dang a lane braids out the that's... way. All right. So they can see it. All right. But before we go to the next topic, I do want to bring up something that is related only in the sense that it's football and yep. you mentioned them um somebody wrote in the comments that um the cowboys was the designer version of the atlanta falcons and to me that yeah. tickled my whole entire soul i just yeah. want to say that yeah. that's, that's, tickled a, that's, my soul. that's crazy <laughs> um, it, it it's it's really sad. I'm gonna tell you why. Because for any year that the you know, because every year Cowboys fans say this is our year, um, and it's never is. And I tell you why. The reason is because Dak Prescott, like he, like he just chokes every fucking playoff. And that's what I said to that girl. She was like, "Uh, well, you don't know football. It was the defense. Yeah, the defense." kept having to get back on the damn field so fast because Dak kept throwing interceptions. Like, come on now. Like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, are you, are you seriously telling me that his his interceptions, like, he, he hasn't really struggled with that all year. He doesn't. He usually doesn't struggle with that until he gets to the first round of the playoffs. And then, boom. It's like he don't want to go any further. Well, if y'all saw Jerry Jones crying, Jerry Jones, the very, very, very rich white man, Jerry Jones, was crying because now he don't really know what to do with this. I'm just going to call him an N-I-G-G-A because, baby, they don't know what to do with him because how you going to keep doing this in the playoffs and we keep paying you? Like, you know, they did it with Romo, but this is a black man. You know, Tony Romo, at least he won, he'll win one or two games in the playoffs and then screw up. But Dak Prescott, this was the year they they had the, they had a dominating defense, okay, who just totally sucked an egg on the other day. Like, what the f like seriously, like how do these this is the profession I can see in a college game where these kids don't show up for big games because they fucking kids. These is grown ass men out here. Y'all come to y'all supposed to come to work, especially in the postseason. And yes, I agree that they are the version uh the version of the Falcons, they in the same uh, the same conference, so it don't really ain't really much to say. They in the NFC, but yeah, we're it, gonna go ahead. Crazy. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. gonna go ahead and go to the next topic. Um, so I sent you the video, I believe, on Instagram, and I don't know if it was a skit. I don't know if it was real, right, or fake, or whatever, because you know people be doing all kind of things on social media. But it was a video of a man that got down on one knee and was going to propose to his lady. And some guy came behind him and, like, <laughs> kissed him on the head and just kind of walked off. And the girl was like, get up and fight him, basically. Again, I don't... You just going to let somebody kiss you on the head like that? <laughs> Yeah, like get them. Da, 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 da. I was like doing too much. So anyway, 
what did you think about it and the whole interaction of the video and everything? Because like I said, I I don't know if it's real. It's probably not real, but hey, it's something to talk about. I'm so delighted that you asked because uh, it wasn't until after watching it several times that I thought maybe it could be fake because the man that kissed him on the head was obviously a joke because he said, mm, uh, mm, and then he looked back at him. You know, he was messing around. He was there to just fuck up the proposal. I think he just was like, you know what? This is funny. I'm going to fuck this up. Then if I if they go viral, I'm going to go viral. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Yeah. Even though he did kiss the man on the head, I don't know if he was a homosexual man or not. He just it, he just thought it was going to be funny. Okay? Uh, this is a quite a big fellow, so it was, took him a lot to get down there on that knee, first of all. And he had intentions of from from what I saw to propose to his woman. Now, why was there someone off away from them that was recording? Because uh, most people have somebody recording their proposal anyway. So that's not to me, that's not unusual. Just want to say right. that. So if that and that should have been that would have been his friend, right? So they should have known to stop recording. Not necessarily. Well, not necessarily somebody that he told. It could be friend. It could be his friend or a photographer or I mean videographer, videographer, her friend, family member. It could be anybody. Yeah, that word gave you some trouble just now, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> but um, but uh, we're not going to go there with you in these words today. This is not going to be the, the the spicy K word of the week type shit, uh, Kiraco. Uh, but the um, what I took from it was she's. Totally a typical New York female. Now, you can say what you want, but I have dealt with my share of New York females because I used to, quote, I used to like that New York attitude. And now I realize that it's what makes me want to fight. <laughs> and I see why. I see why, uh, you know, they, they get talked about in dog because they're too tough. These folks from New York, I don't know what y'all go through with the subway and the rats and the bodegas or whatever it got y'all attitude on high no i want to say this i want to defend the new york people for the most part the people that are actually from new york they are actually pretty nice the ones i have encountered are, are actually pretty nice now some of the transplants may not be but the people that are actually i i didn't have any issues with them i'm just saying I, were I you dealing with them romantically no Okay, well then shut up. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so in this capacity of dealing with them in a romantic way, I can tell you now that New York women have a different type of attitude, and it's not it's not for I won't say the weak. It's not for the strong either, because you can be the strongest motherfucker, and that shit will still irk you. Like, what is your problem? Like, all my life I had to, like that's how they act. Like all their life they had to fucking fight. Sophia head ass, but um. But anyway, so the the woman asking it, ruining the proposal, just just messing up everything. Like my man went on, the, uh, you know, he kind of he was like, "Yo, what's like, what's up?" You know, but he had he was there with intentions of of make of of making this woman his betrothed, his intended to marry. I love you. I intend to marry you. I'm proposing to you. This man playing around behind me ain't got nothing to do with us. And she's like. Ugh. What you gonna what you gonna do? You gonna let him you gonna let him kiss you on the head like that? You ain't gonna fight him? You gonna, and she pushing him and like she is aggressive. She you you gonna sit there and let yeah. that kiss you on the head? Oh my god, like what's wrong with you? Like, you know, she questioned now she questioning his sexuality because somebody came up behind him and kissed him on the head. He ain't know that man. 
Hey, so, okay, let me, let me just say this. So, well, say it, say it, for you, mm -hmm, for me, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it make sense, mm -hmm. but you would technically probably be the one proposing. So what if you were getting ready to propose and some man <laughs> kisses like your person on the forehead or something like that? What would you do? The person that I'm proposing to? Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's a little different. Hold on. Uh, because you would technically be the person that would propose. So I'm not, I can't say what if, uh, because that would be your position. So let's just say that you were proposing and a man came and did that to the person you were proposing to. Well, I'm gonna look at how how she react. Like if she be like, ooh, or uh, something like that, I'm be like, I'm going off in both of y'all eyes. But anyway, no. But uh, if, if if I'm there and it's I'm intending <laughs> to propose, and somebody you know sees it, like he if, if you look at the video, he looked at the camera and was like, oh, and he went there. He he intended to mess up them people video. I would I would probably bust that laughing and be like, okay, so let me go and finish what I'm doing. And then we're going to check and see who this motherfucker was that kissed my girl on the head while I'm trying to propose. Ain't no way that if I am true to what I came there to do that I'm going to let something like that get in the way with it. Like, in the way of it. Like, that's just crazy. Or, or would you get more offended if it was a girl? Oh, yeah, definitely. That to a girl. Definitely. I'm a, I'm a, to I'm, your, okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find her. Uh, I'm like, what the? I'm like, whatever. Babe. Uh, I love you. Uh, will you marry me? I'm going to keep on with what I came there to do. Like, I'm not... Like, that is... And that's what he tried to do. If you watch the video, which I watched it like 47,000 times, because I could not believe that this woman behaved that way. Like, most women you know that's not from New York would be like, oh, 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 oh. And then, you know, be like, uh, Okay, oh, oh, I'm getting proposed to. You know, I love this man. Not, not like she. Your exaggeration of how women are is hilarious to me. Know, right? and so this, this, this woman, he stood up like, cause she was like, you just gonna sit there and let him kiss you on the head. So he stood up. You know, I told you he a big, he a big, he probably about six three. 275 at least. You know, he had to, he had to get up off the damn like ground. He was Wrong. He looked like he might be bigger than two seventy five. Well, I mean, you know, in that at least two seventy five. He had to get up. You know, he had to rock. Then she gonna push the nigga. Like you ain't gonna do it. You gonna sit there and let him kiss. And he like what? Like then what? You? And then everybody in the comments was like, I hope he kept the ring in his pocket after that. Uh, that is your sign. That man kissed you on your head and saved your life. Uh, because you was about to ruin your life and your future marrying this aggressive ass woman that's gonna make you fight her every day, and you are gonna have to tie your hands behind your back. You have to tie your hands behind your back to keep from putting your hands on this woman every single day, and that's not fair, sir. You do not deserve that, king. And I'm gonna call you a king. I can call my brothers kings, cause yes, y'all are kings in my eyes, even though y'all fool with y'all like that. But um, I just I really, huh? Go ahead. I'm just saying, I just really hate that, that that happened because if, I mean, if it's true, like we'll find yeah. out because somebody's going to call out and be like, this is a fake ass kid or fuck that bitch. She need to, y'all need to, <laughs> something going to happen to where it's going to come out if it was a skit or not. Yeah. But 
I think the only one that was involved in a skit or a prank was the man that kissed him on the head because he didn't even look. I mean, you can't really tell these days, but I wouldn't have said he was a homosexual man. I think he was just trying to get his 15 seconds yeah, of fame on the video. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, I, you can't really fault people for that because that's how they're getting paid nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, yeah. you can't um, fault people for, for just one that second in the limelight. And I think that's just what it was. And the chick overreact, like, now she see everybody around, because everybody was looking at them at that point. So she was embarrassed. Yeah. Like, my man just got kissed on the head by another man. Like, that was, that was, she was like, like, she put her whole chest in that push. She was like, what you doing? Yeah, she, she, me personally, like, first of all, we already know I'm not causing people to get into fights. So, that's me. Um, depending on what it is, like, especially if they were in an area, like, say, for instance, on a trip and these people don't know each other and you know that they don't really know anybody here, like, it is what it is. Me, personally, only because I don't have a lick of sense sometimes, I'm probably going to either roll my eyes or crack up laughing. And I'm probably just going to be confused, but there's no way I'm going to be, like, pushing him to go fight somebody because, listen, whether or not he is part of the community or not, that's another dude. You don't don't know, you know, you don't know... (laughs) My what man they was, got on them and what they can do. My man was shorter than him, but he was, you know, he had some chest and arms going on, right? He might would have rocked your dude box. Then uh, what you would have done? Oh, you a weak ass. Now I got the. I okay, really now, now, you, now your man, now your man get beaten up, and it's Vi- all because of you. Because exactly, you, you gonna make him go and pick a fight, possibly get shot, stab something else because you want him to fight this man for kissing him on the head. He ain't had, he didn't even pay that no mind at all. He was still. Down on his knee with his with his ring box. I would have took that ring and threw it upon the forest. Do you hear me? Just you pay for that ring, so no, it costs money. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do well, that. I would have threw the box and kept the ring, so she would think that I threw <laughs> that I threw that. Be like, this is the ring, this is right. the box. <laughs> <laughs> you, but, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, but I like I said because I I'm kind of goofy, so I probably. I either would have literally rolled my eyes or either cracked up laughing and being like, what is going on around what, here? What, what were you saying now? You you want to marry me? Okay. That's that's you. You would have like, <laughs> done that goofy laugh right there and be like, okay. Oh, you want to marry me? Let's hope I get this. <laughs> make you want to marry me. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Make you want to oh. marry me. That's that we song. Not Rashida. Yeah, Rashida. Make your bo- oh, for real? it's a real song. I just heard it on TikTok. Yes. Make a wanna murder me. Make a wanna murder me. But that was it. I just thought that's how most of the songs I hear nowadays are on TikTok because I don't believe in the musicians of today. But that's okay. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole other podcast. But yeah, women, you, y'all need to, like I said, if, I, if this turns out to be fake, I'm going to be really pissed because I feel so strongly about this situation and I think that he should run far far away from this woman i'm talking about just the just the the way she maximized her pectoral muscles and pushed this big yeah because she, she kind of like grabbed them up like she kind of right. like gripped it she like, gripped this like she gripped this shirt a little she, like, she gripped it like anytime he bring back the wrong thing from the store <laughs> 
I can see it now. And then what he what he's supposed to he's gonna be put in a compromising position every day of his life. That is that's that's what I'm gonna say that that is from the definition of kidnapping, that's what it is. Held against his will <laughs> and can't do nothing about it. Because now you done decided to marry this woman. So hopefully, sir, you read the comments uh on this video and and you you, you realize that this man that probably could have rocked your box at least dotted your eye and checked your chin a little bit uh saved your life so i'm glad you didn't pursue that i'm glad that nothing happened to you we don't know he he stopped like he the man like the man was gone you didn't see in the crowd like no i'm saying like we don't know whether or not they still went through with the proposal or anything like that we don't know if they're still together that's what i mean so you're saying that he dodged basically dodged a bullet and we don't know if he really did for real because he could have just changed settings and proposed at a different Again. time yeah when he got that when that bruise went down out of his chest he probably said you know what she didn't really mean it that's how that's how victims start that's how victim victimality is it a word it is today that's how victimality start talking about uh, it was just because they were mad Look, sir, if you're listening to me now and you need help, call us here at the office. The phone number is on the page. Uh, we will <laughs> respond to your calls and email immediately, sir, because you need our help more than anybody that I can think of right now. Okay? Mr. Man, you need to uh, you need to be single for a little while and find you a woman that, that got a little bit less attitude and a little bit less strength. Cause she rocked him. I don't give a damn what nobody says. That's a big Negro. I'm trying. I, I but yeah, it, that is that is the craziest thing. So, I really do hate that uh, that that we that that went viral. Like everything goes viral nowadays. That's why when I'm out in public, I walk with a straight face, and I don't make any sudden movement. So nobody will be like, "Oh, what's she doing?" And try to yeah. video record me because whatever you do is on. You know, like this man sitting in the car the other day and he just had his phone out like this and this woman just really digging in her nose and eating her boogles. And she don't know that she done went viral because she probably hasn't seen herself yet. But somebody that knows her saw her and told her, Karen, Tracy. Now she looked like a, Brooke, Brooke, you are eating your boogers in public and you're fired. Like they gonna fire her because whatever kind of job she got, she can't have that being a booger eater at a big age. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, yeah, you can. It's it's only a certain age that you can eat boogers still, and <laughs> and if you're driving a motor vehicle legally, uh, you are too old to be eating your own boogers. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if she's laughing. Why are you? What she? What she got gas or something? But anyway, there's no. There's there's no safety from the internet these days. You have to be as careful as you can out here. Um, yeah, bless your heart. Like that, I did that shit in fifth grade. Something's really wrong with you. Something. No. I'm not bullying. I'm just saying. Like, why are you saying? Why are you saying? Why are you saying? What's wrong with me, Spicy K? Why are you saying she's gonna lose her job for eating boogers? Like I would fire her. Would you not fucking fire her if you were her boss? Please. I'm not gonna have my employees be seen eating boogers on viral videos. I'd be like, if you don't take your green thumb ass on goddamn wet with your boogie eating self. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. 
Even you as my co-host, I'll fucking fire you. Somebody put you on a viral video eating boogers. I'll never, I'll be like, you know what? I can't be seen with you in public again. I never, ever want to speak to you ever again because you done got caught. And she had fingernails to where she was getting them up out of her fingernail. And it just, oh, this is gross. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you because I know no. you want to see it. You want to see it because you can find out who she is and get her fired. I want her no, I eliminated from her position. She is not getting enough nutrients at home and she'd be fucking around and passed out on the job. Anyway, she need nutrients and she's trying to get them from her own boogers. Do you know what boogers are? Boogers are... This is nasty. Yeah. Boogers are snot and dirt. Okay? That, those form in there to keep your keep these pathogens out of your lungs from breathing and you're going to eat them anyway. Like you just, you know, what they say, shooting off your nose to spite your face? Exactly. That's exactly what you're doing. These pathogens are trying to keep you, uh, these boogers are forming to keep you alive from these pathogens and you're going to take it out your nose and eat it. Sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. Let's just go to the last thing for the night because I'm what has a book a TV show or a movie <laughs> taught you this week. Okay, we just don't eat boogers and you'll be right. Don't eat I promise you, don't if you don't eat boogers, you'll be fine. You will be perfectly fine. Right? <laughs> I don't eat boogers. So, let me... <laughs> did you eat boogers as a kid? <laughs> no. But I did catch a girl eating boogers on the bus with my, with my camera when we went on a field trip because nobody believed me because they knew I didn't like her. I'm just going to call you Jay Wolf, you know who you are. So if you're out there listening, you know that I showed everybody when I got them pictures developed after our field trip to TPAC uh, Performing Arts Center in Tennessee. And we went to the, uh, what is that? Uh, the Parthenon. What is that? Ain't that a something? Yeah, yeah the, there's the yeah. Parthenon. Yeah. Park, yeah, the Pavilion or something like that. We it's, was no, there. it's called Parthenon. Okay, but then I was right. After the Centennial Park, yeah, Centennial Park, yeah. So we went there after we went to the Tennessee Performing Arts Center, and I saw her on the bus, and I said, <laughs> and got them developed and showed everybody at school in the fifth grade. I was the one first one to expose somebody eating boogers, and she did. Okay, it. You know what? Let's, let's, yeah, let me just go ahead and finish out. So let okay. So I actually um watched a movie. It was called Miranda's Victim. So, I don't know. Initially, I don't know why, but I mm. thought Miranda was a woman, but apparently Miranda is the last name. You know about this, the movie was concerning Miranda rights. You know, Miranda you have the right here. to remain silent. And yeah. then you say a dude can be held against you according to law. You have the right to return. If you cannot afford one, one will be appointed we'll for be you. Right you yeah. So, mm -hmm. what I also didn't realize based on watching this movie, is that Miranda rights just became effective like in the 60s. <laughs> For whatever reason, I felt like it should have been way before that, but whatever. Um, and that case, trigger alert again, um, was about rape. Hmm. Apparently, um, Mr. Miranda, Miranda. Um, like raped several women mm -hmm. and only one uh was able to 
well, not one was able, only one um, was courageous enough to actually go through with the charges. And I think a lot of that had to deal with the fact of her sister, because her mama, her mama is not my mama, because my mama would have been right there fighting with me and making sure I got justice. But her mama was like, do you really want people to know that that happened to you? And then she married this guy that was a whole complete, ugh. He mm. was like, he literally said to her, my friends are now going to say, why did I marry you? Because uh, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? The lady was raped. Mm. Yeah, the nerve, baby, the nerve. The only person that really stood by her and cared about her and what happened to her was her sister because she was pretty much shunned when people were finding out that like it was her or the people that knew they were like shunning her like i said even her own mama but i think to me it felt like maybe her mama something had happened to her mama because her mama was really weird about all of it but um that is crazy it had to go to the supreme court yeah, it was Miranda versus I had it. Arizona. Yeah, Miranda versus Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um and they were eventually able to, you know, um retry him and he was able to he was then convicted. But this mm-hmm. is where um as some people would like to call it poetic justice came about. He was he got out. Mm-hmm. He was then killed. The person that killed him obviously uh, invoked his Miranda rights and mm-hmm. didn't say anything and apparently escaped to Mexico and was never tried. Now that is the most poetic of poetic justices because um, even though we don't condone violence here. No, we do not condone violence around here. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 small things that people get off for these days are ridiculous. And, but I do think that, uh, having to be Miranda's is, is valid. Um, because yeah. apparently, you they, right. apparently they questioned him for hours and hours and hours, you know, and he just started admitting to everything. He admitted he chopped down a cherry tree instead of George Washington and this type shit. You know what I'm saying? He started telling yeah. on himself for shit he did in the third grade. Like, you know, because they were just, just you know, forcing upon him. But they, but they obviously knew that he'd done it. So it's, it's a, it's a way to check law enforcement, which is needed in most cases. Now, not in every case they need to be checked, but in most cases they need to be kept in check as well because they have a goal. Like their job is to solve the case, and sometimes they push the, of course, you know, they push the envelope too far and go too far on this and then the other, and then people end up getting set free that are most definitely guilty so you know it's 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 a it's a double-edged sword if you think about it because the police have a job but but most criminals that commit uh you know crimes especially crimes of passion such as trigger warning rape and sexual assault and things like that they know what they can and cannot get away with and then if you don't do everything to the letter of the law that person could walk free. Like it, it could be, yeah. you know, like your boy Mark Furman in the OJ case. He thought he was doing the world of good because he knew Juice did that. He said, I'm just going to plant a little bit more evidence to make it stick on him. 
And what? It do. It beat him in the ass. I don't think Juice did it. And I still maintain to this day that O.J. Simpson was not the murderer of uh, Nicole Brown and, uh, damn, Ron Goldman. His name was Goldman. That's, I was finna say that, but I wasn't sure. I maintain that he had a cocaine problem. And it was his drug dealer that followed him to Nicole Brown Simpson's house to collect money and was told to get the fuck on, and he killed both of them. Uh, that's that's just what I maintain. I, I don't know. He was he was a real big gym freak. We don't know if he had a drug problem or not, but it was said that she did. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what I stick with, because the timeline don't match. The glove didn't fit, so you had to quit. There was too much that didn't add up to Juice being the one that actually committed the murder. I have never doubted that he might have had something to do with it, but physically, he was not the one that committed that murder. And, I just you know, don't understand how we got to O.J. Simpson, but it's okay. I mean, you know, it, it, was, okay. it was a weird okay. transition for all of us, but it, it works. All right. But I also saw that, like, and apparently in the uh, in the movie that I saw, like I said, it was called Miranda Victims. So it also appears that this guy, allegedly, because he was only tried for the one, um, I believe, he, he did a lot of, he had a lot of, he had a criminal past. Um, but apparently it was alleged that, you know, he was kind of like a serial rapist. But one of the things that he also did was he was going around signing like the Miranda Wright's little, like, little postcard type thing. He, I don't know. But anyway. He's pretty famous off of it. It was, I can't remember what, what it was on, but it, it's called Miranda Victims. If you I want to watch the full thing. It's on one of the platforms it, out there. More than likely, it probably was on Hulu. More than likely, it was probably on Hulu. And that's another it's thing. Called, it's, Hulu... called Miranda, it's called Miranda Victims. It's a Lifetime movie, isn't it? Um, it sounds like Hulu. it. Um, it's either on Prime or Hulu then if it's a Lifetime movie. It sounds like a Lifetime movie because I don't see nobody else doing that. And I haven't seen it on Hulu and I watch Hulu every day. Shout out Hulu. I've been watching Revenge Over. That's my show right there. It's a it's a 2023 movie and it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It came out last year apparently. Apparently it came out on 2023. USA. So it came out on it may oh. have came out on USA unless they just saying USA is the country know. of origin. Oh my god! You know what? I ain't even the food. I shit. don't know. I don't know because you know, like if they have it on the side, sometimes they have like what station? USA. USA. So I'm not really sure. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but it's on Hulu, and it's called Miranda's Victim. But anyway, this is episode 42 in the books mm. on this very, very cold Tuesday in January with the snow outside. We both got on hoodies. It wasn't planned. I have on, again, the podcast hoodie, which is available on allinmyhead.com on Shopify. But this is your girl, Spicy K. And this is your girl, TK. And we're the ops, we're telling it all, and we're out of here. Peace. Why are you kissing? I love everyone. I'm kissing them all.